because I remember like a few years into it, I was talking about how like uh, everybody used to close it out. You know, when you're an early comedian, you always want to close it out. Like, let me let me go last. Let me can I close, you know. But then I started getting upset about it because, so, oh, well, I don't know. Because um, some of the people who was closing it out, I was like, I started with these people or they've been doing it about the same amount of time. Why did they get to go last, you know? But yeah. She uh she took she <laughs> she found out I was lazy. Like I was lazy oh, in the writing and stuff like that. Like I didn't write comedy, I didn't write jokes, but then I really didn't I really didn't tell her I didn't know how to write jokes because I was just like go, I'll just come up with it in my head and then I would always forget to write it down in the moment. So I was more of a like uh let me try to act this out instead of write this down because I'm not great writing it down. So yeah, she's like, she's like, oh, you're just lazy. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not lazy. I'm not lazy. I'm just forgetful. Yeah, forgetful. <laughs> and I wasn't taking it serious. So I kind of was lazy from the standpoint. But it was also, I like, I'm like, I don't want to tell. Like, oh, I don't know how to write comedy. I don't know how to write jokes down. Like, what? Like, how do I write a joke down? How do I write it? Like, premise setup. And then also, I wasn't really good at like in um in writing too. Like, English wasn't my one of my best subjects. It was math. So that was like another thing that I was insecure about. She's like, "You're just lazy." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just not a good writer. Like, I'm tired. Like, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just not well informed. I swear." <laughs> yeah. So, so because, oh, this is the funniest part. So she thought, she thought I had a learning disability. Oh wow! Because I never like did certain stuff. She's like, she's like, I don't know if he's like, I don't know. He's like a really smart kid and intellectual, but like, is he like? maybe not uh, there when it comes to doing this certain type of thing. He might be like, have a learning disability. That's why he doesn't write stuff down. And then she went through all that. I was like, what? No. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a parent teacher's meeting. Like Cordelia would be so good at comedy if he just applied himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like we we tested him and we like we should make sure like if there was anything like a, a learning disability or if he's just lacking in any area and he's like no he's like no he's fine he's just not applying himself like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we tell him to apply himself he's like because that's how I used to be in school too like I would I would apply myself to mostly math things and I wouldn't apply myself to like things like English and reading like that was the big thing I struggled with um then to come find out uh I couldn't hear that well. Oh, so yeah, I almost got put into special needs classes early in early in, early in elementary too. Oh wow! Because, because I had a real bad hearing problem that uh, they found out, and they used to always put me on the outskirts of the classroom, so I used to always be like clueless in class. They're like, what? Like, what is? What? And then I always ask my friends next to me, like. What, what did they say? What did what did what did what did they just say? Like, it was like you wasn't listening. I said I was. I kind of I couldn't hear. Like I would hear like every other word or half of what they were saying and then like you know you can't really make a whole conversation or a whole instructions off of every other word especially being like a kid like I think it was like second second or third grade and stuff like that and my reading wasn't the best but then too it was just like uh I couldn't hear a lot and then my mom reminded me and reminded the school that I had about six to eight ear infections before the age of five. Oh wow that yeah that definitely will affect you long term oh, yeah uh, so, so that you still like, have um ear problems to this day yeah like i really don't hear like great you know but like i've come like it's always funny it's always i talk to my homie about this all the time like usually if i'm like freshly talking to a woman like we're on the phone and then i'll be like what what'd you say like, what? 
then girls be like, uh, that's like, oh my God, I hate repeating myself. Like, you aren't listening. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, oh my god! It's like I was listening. I just didn't hear exactly what you said. And let me, you know, or like you think you hear something, and like you, and like did you? And it, like a few times, I've done this, like where they might have said something, and then I didn't hear exactly what they said. But instead of saying like, "Can you repeat that?" I just like went with what I thought they were talking about. They get super confused. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, didn't you just say this? Like, <laughs> like, no, I didn't say that. You know, it was like, I thought you did. It's like, no, it's kind of like, you know how you listen to a song and the lyrics you think you hear? Oh, is that's what her. Saying, yes. <laughs> right? And you be saying that until somebody tell you what they're actually saying. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. That's like me in a lot of conversations sometimes, you know, for the most part, I hear things, but it's like certain times where I don't, and I'd be like, oh, okay, so that's not what you said. Okay. All right. Because it, it's funny though, because um, my mom found out I had a hearing problem because it was one time she's, I used to get in trouble a bunch because she thought I was like ignoring her, but like literally uh, I just didn't hear her. Cause this is what happens. Like when I had like bad hearing problems, it was like, did I hear something? Nah, I'm tripping. They're like, huh? Did I hear? Nah. And then my mom would bust into my room like, you didn't hear me calling you? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, nah. She's like, I, I was yelling your name because my door would be closed. Like, <laughs> so then it wasn't until one time we was in the car together. She was in the, uh, she was driving and I was in the passenger seat. And I'm like, I'm staring out the window and like, she's calling me and I kind of hear something, but like, I'm not exactly. Exactly sure. I'm like, oh my and my mom was like, "You could you hear me?" I was like, "No, I couldn't." She's like, "You couldn't hear me?" I was like, "No." And she's like, "Oh my god, I think something wrong with like your left ear or something wrong with your hearing." And then we went to the doctor, and uh, they started looking into my. They started doing all these. Well, first they started doing all these tests, like at school. You know how they like the hearing test, the mm-hmm. eye test, stuff like that. Yeah. And so I remember the hearing test. Like my eyes were always good, but the hearing test was like a challenge for me. They was like, "Okay, so." We're about to uh, set you up. You got your headphones on. Can you hear everything? Like, give me a sick thumbs up. I'm like, what well, was the first time? I was like, give me a thumbs up when you can hear something. I'm like, okay, let's do it. It's like, so give me a thumbs up right now. And I'm like, what? I'm like, give me a thumbs up. And it's like, all right, he has noise canceling headphones, so he can't hear. So you tap us. And they'd be like, take your headphones off, take them all. It's like, so give us a thumbs up when you first can hear something, okay? We're going to turn it off low and we're going to gradually turn it up. And then give us a thumbs up when you can hear it, right? So I'm like, okay. I was like, so put your headphones back on. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. It was like, all right. So you can kind of hear something. You can hear like the machine, but you couldn't hear them. And they'd be like, give us a thumbs up when you hear something. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it was like, and then so they walked <laughs> over and tapped me. It was like, hey, um, you wasn't put a thumbs up when you hear something. I was like, I know. I, I heard you. I was like, was you like, know the rules, right? <laughs> yeah. It was like, no, like, and then so then somebody was like, Can you hear anything? And they said, like, check my headphones. Are these things working? And I was like, Can you put can you put the sound on? And I was like, oh God. Like, and I was like, <laughs> okay. And I was like, Oh, is it working now? They was like, it was never not working. I was like, oh. And that's oh. when they kind of looked at each other like, oh, snap. And so kind of find out, uh, went to the doctor. Um, my ear my ears like uh like your nose like the the 
whatever the your inner ear right it's usually yeah. like it goes like this and then it drops down right and that's how like it gets to your hearing aid. mine is like a narrow hallway that's like just straight forward right and then what they found out was earwax would just build up over time blocking oh. out my hearing that's so yeah yeah so they had to uh go oh, they always have to go in and flush it out oh so wow. i can hear and it'll always be like these big little things of earwax blocking out hearing and they're like so they were like look you know the little stethoscope like looking inside yeah. or something like that yeah <laughs> like, oh I my did god that oh, one time oh. yeah i did that one time they was like oh my god and so it's like two or three big balls of earwax that they had to flush out mm-hmm. um to get it out because at first my mom used to like q-tips and i'm like mom can you stop that hurts like because i always felt like she was pushing it in versus like pulling out you know whatever oh. so then they used like flush it out and then it'd be like two or three big ones just blocking out either my right ear but then mostly my left my left one was really bad it was always like two to three my right might have been like one and a half or whatever and then uh so that's why every time my mom used to talk to me on my left side i could never hear it because that was the worst ear of the two wow so yeah and then once they did that i had like full like i remember i always told my mom was like now i feel like i have a cone like a big like caution cone up to my ear and that's how like my sonic hearing is like like (laughs) you're like three feet away from people and then all of a sudden and then because it was always funny because i would listen to something um before i go get my ears cleaned out and i'm like dang this thing is low and then after (laughs) i get my ears cleaned out i'm like oh god like this this is how i gotta listen to this like like, oh i'm like oh I was like, can we turn this down, please? <laughs> Super loud. <laughs> My mom was can like, you... that's, oh, like, that's you... how bad your hearing was. So that's like yeah. always super funny. So can you tell like when like to this day, like if you need that to happen, if you need to go flush out your ears, can you tell like can you hear it muffled and then you go to the doctor and you get it flushed out or whatever, and then you get your man, here, here's the problem. I remember I tried to go a few different times to the doctor, and because you know, once you go from pediatrician to like an adult, like, oh no, you need like a certain amount of buildup in your ear so you don't uh get bacteria in it, so you don't get ear like ear infections. Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, dude, I get real bad ear infections and like I don't hear that often, so I kind of need it flushed out. And then kind of you know how lazy doctors be, like oh, they yeah. be like we want you to be there 15 minutes early so we can be an hour late, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they come in, oh, you look like, you know, they're always first thing they say, well, well, you know, you're weight. You know, <laughs> Maybe that's why you're here. When the doctor tells you, when the doctor tells you he's not going to do it, just say, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, or he'd be like, like oh, he, I, he like, gives a quick little, like, oh, he's like, you're here. Mm, okay all right mm, all right all right now, i don't see nothing wrong with the ears i'm like you looked at it for two seconds I'm like no look at <laughs> yeah, right look at the left one this is your real build up in that one the right one's not as bad but the left one's he's like mm, nah i don't really see anything i was like you sure doc he's like yeah i'm sure i was like doc i've had if you look at my chart it goes back to when i was six years old wow i like, have this yeah. tremendous build up of stuff and it was like i mean well but you need stuff i was like okay can you give me a syringe and like the little thing for your ears so i could flush it out myself then i was like yeah. that would be helpful i was like, i don't really think you i was like oh my oh my oh my god you know you can't get certain <laughs> yeah. stuff without a doctor's recommendation too so i'm just like 
I've thought about buying those little, like the little, bu- the little basin, the little like bulb syringe thing that you can get off Amazon just to like squirt water in your ear. I thought about yeah. doing that. Uh, I saw that. Cool. I saw that. I even saw the one with the app on it, and like they start, they start showing how you, the, your inner ear looks so you can like go in and clean it out. I was like, I would oh never wow, use that on my damn ear. technology. Yeah. I was like, I would never use that on my ear because my ear is fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> You're all ill, ill. All right. Ew. Well, uh, yeah. on that note, hey, what's up? Yeah. Welcome to Hypothetical Comedy Podcast. <laughs> I am Funky Sam Medina. And I am Athena Rodriguez. And we are here with Corday All Day, Corday Snell. What's up, Corday? Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Yeah, man. Hey, so yeah. I'm the opposite of you. Um, I used to I used to those ear tests, and I was super nervous when I did them. But I, you know, I, I passed, of course. Uh, but I did go to the special ed when I was in elementary because of my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, you know, they had like a vision special place. So, like, the I had you know bigger print books and these little machines mm-hmm. that you could put things under them, and it's on a screen, and it's like yeah. bigger and everything. Super high, yeah. yeah. And the cool thing about it was, like, as a kid, as elementary school kid, um, I could just go there whenever I wanted. So if class got tough, I'd be like, I have to go to my other class now. And like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. And then when they, and then when then uh, when I went to to middle school, um, I was just lost because I, you know, they mm-hmm. just I was just lost in the shuffle from there on. It was just a struggle because yeah. they didn't have those classes for for older kids. <laughs> yeah. So for me, right, it was. Uh... There was no middle. So I went to like a white school. So there was like no middle ground. So it wasn't like, let's say me, like Sam, let's say like, you can't see and I can't hear, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like, kind okay, of what we are right? saying. <laughs> right? And then, so they'd be like, okay, if you need to, you can go to the other class, right? But um, so as I'm learning, because I'm an educator, uh, kids who are on a spectrum, like you have people on the full spectrum who are like really need, who like really need help, who really can't function in an adult with them at all times. The class will be, me and you with them there wasn't like uh like a little small learning disability it was like <laughs> no you're going fully into this kind of a class where they're doing coloring or second grade math but we're like on like fourth fifth and it's kind of like yeah i want to be in here like i remember one day they was kind of like if you don't get it together you might you know and but then my mom kept advocating for me that's why i love her so much because she was like no it's like it took as she said it took about two years for them to fully figure out and try to go through stuff oh i didn't tell the best part of not being able to hear okay. so um my mom because my mom told me i used to the main reason why i was being put in this class because how i talked i had like a speech problem my speech wasn't that good right yeah like so right now i'm talking pretty clear but sometimes I mumble. Sometimes I remember when I was little, I used to mumble a lot. But then my mom told me I used to talk like this, but I had like really bad hearing, so I really couldn't like I talk like this. But I'm thinking I'm talking like this. Oh, because you this can is how I hear it, myself, so. right? Oh, wow. Everybody else is like hearing me like talking like this. Oh, notice I, was, I sound like this. I was like talking like this. I sounded real nasally because I couldn't hear myself. So I was kind of like, oh, like you know, I was you know kind of. And it was like, oh, you sound like that. I'm like, I sound like that. Like, so <laughs> it, it so it wasn't until until me getting like my ear, like my ears fixed or like ear problems worked out, and then finally hearing like how congested I sound at all times. I was like, I was, I was like, I remember I was talking to my mom. I was like, Mom, why do I, why do I sound like this? And she was like, That's how you sound, baby. That's that's how you talk. I'm like, I sound like that. I didn't think I sound like that. I was like, why don't I just talk like this? And my mom was like, 
Oh, it was like this moment wow. <laughs> of like she like almost like came to tears. She's like, "Oh my god, you can hear yourself!" And she's like, "I knew it was nothing wrong with you." The doctor said you was like you like on like like special and things like that. It's like, no, I know he's nothing wrong with my son. So it's literally because I couldn't hear how I sounded um, that I was being pushed in uh, a certain area. And I think, um, dang, it's not Jermaine Carmichael. It's another dude. Uh, I forget his name. It was a, it was a black dude who was on. Um, he was on MTV a lot. MTV Two. It was called Guy Code and like a few other stuff. Right. He uh, he said his brother had kind of like <laughs> a speech thing too, and so because he sounded a certain type of way, they started putting him in like a special or a spectrum classes at like an early age because how he sounded. And because they didn't grow up and they wasn't like they didn't have that much money, they like you know because you get tested every year mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So they said they found out when he was seventeen that it was actually was nothing wrong with him. And he was like, "See, I told y'all was nothing wrong with me. I just oh. talk." <laughs> He's not just talk funny because I think he, they said he had like a real like lazy tongue or something like his tongue wasn't fully cut or something like at a young mm-hmm. age. So. His, he had like lazy tongue, so he sounded funny because his tongue was a certain type of way. And because he talked like that, they thought, oh, of course, he's like on the spectrum of some kind. And it really wasn't even like that. It was just his tongue wasn't fully developed or fully kind of a thing. I was like, oh, that's, oh, that's that is crazy. That's super funny. So we over here sound like people from under the stairs and stuff like that. <laughs> I think we slow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow, I yeah, can relate to yeah, like yeah. almost everything you said. Yeah, my dad yeah. had really bad hearing when he was younger, and they put him in special classes, and they found out later that it was his hearing. And then when I was small, I had the same issue where it was like a weird drainage issue mm-hmm. in the ears. Mm-hmm. But they gave mm-hmm. me tubes. They gave me yeah. surgery to get the tubes in my ears to make it properly drain, I guess, or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. those yep. are out but i still have hearing mm. problems to this day and sam always mm. makes fun of me because i hear mm. song lyrics wrong always <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's hilarious yeah and it's it's super funny too because i remember uh like they gave me drainage too like i remember I, my mom like wouldn't let me wear nice shirts sometimes because the medicine <laughs> oh, was sometimes dang. Well, because like she was like, I don't want you to wear this nice shirt while you're wearing like you have your medicine in your ear because they're like right. she put it. It was like these eardrops in the morning, and it was kind of like a like a, a fuzzing or a sizzling sensation. And wow. then over time, it would just kind of like over time, it would just like kind of fall and just drop on like on my on like my shirt. And so she used to never like one like a nice like white or yellow shirt just have like eardrop earwax yeah. stuff on it like that, <laughs> oh. you know. And then so also too because like that same medicine it made me like uh I had to wear a hat at all times like like it was for like eight months because uh the medicine made me like real susceptible to um uh sunburn oh, um, wow. so like it, and we was you know outside playing all day at recess my mom was yeah. like he has to wear a hat at all times you know how could you go you take that hat off in class take that hat off in class <laughs> and it was. Yeah. It was literally, they said any light was like sens- super sensitive to my skin. I remember, you know, you ever had like a, a kid who wanted to take his hat off in class and the teacher kept like, I remember once I was fighting with my teacher. I kept taking off, my teacher was putting on. But it's like, so I would call your mom. I was like, okay, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> call my mom. Because I remember it was, it was getting annoying because I think I had like one hat at the time or like two. And then my mom, uh, my mom, so then my mom, I was like, mom, I need more hats. 
I got <laughs> one hat, you know, or two hats. And so then we bought like, I think six or seven hats. So that way I can like transition because we were in the same hat. Every day were two hats become dirty, you know? Yeah. So we bought a ton of hats and then I had to wear it for like six to nine months or something like that. So I didn't get like soup severe, uh, uh, sunburn because it said like, it literally, uh, it's like it, it lied in my pigmentation and then also made my skin super sensitive, super sensitive because of that was just a side effect of the medicine, mm-hmm. but it was like super effective, but it was just, I had to just keep a hat on at all times, even in indoors because the, the rays from the, uh, the light that you just sit under will be effective too. Cause some, I'm like, what? I can't take it off the class. Wow. It was like, it was like, no, you can't take off in class either, especially early on because the medicine was super strong. So any light was like whatever. And they almost thought it was like, if you if your eyes get sensitive to it, you might have to wear sunglasses and, oh, indoors shit. as well. I was like, what? But then it, it never got that bad. But it was it was like that could be a side effect too. Like matter of fact, your eyes too, just being like everything's bright. And so, but I remember a few times I was outside and like the sun was super bright. I was like, what is? Woo, is woo. So. I think I wore sunglasses for like I think a week or two, and or, or it was like optional. And I was like, "Do you use sunglasses?" So I, was like, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like because it was super bright. Because my, my teacher would just see me just like, just like outdoors, like just like this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was it was a trip. It's, it's, and it's always funny reminiscing about this because it was I don't talk about it often, but it was like some seriously that happened. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because most kids, you know, they want to wear a hat in school. They have yeah. to, they, they're fighting to take mm-hmm. it off, you know, like, take that hat off, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the opposite for you. Yeah. Um, did your hearing uh, problem affect you uh, positively or negatively in your comedy? Oh, at that point, um, I don't think it really affected me negatively in comedy because yeah. at that point I was like kind of used to it and kind of under control and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was like in control about it, but yeah, no, not really. Uh, That's good. And then, so yeah, and then like also, I remember I never used to listen, like, you know how some people used to have headphones and they used to blast them in their ears and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, I still do. I, I, I was never, yeah, <laughs> I was never one of those people. I always thought that was stupid because, one, you'll affect your hearing, and I already had hearing problems. So my mom would always say, like, turn that down, turn like turn that down, because she already knew I had hearing problems. She was like, I don't want you to go deaf by a certain period of time. So she was like, turn it down. And I got used to having it, like, lower. And then um, another thing too. Remember when uh, iPods was like a big thing and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and then like they had the new yeah. right, and they had like the cool new like white headphones. Yeah, I used to hate letting people listen to my iPod because someone would all someone would always borrow your iPod and turn the volume all the way up and then blow out your like your uh, your headphones. Oh, I used to hate yeah. that. And I used to be like, I'm like, hey man. Turn that down. No, nah, it's good. I was like, no, fool. You blast the hell loud and you get, you come back and you listen to it. And every time like a beat hitting the phone, it's like, puh, 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 yeah. puh. Like, I'm like, <laughs> blow up my headphones, man. And that's when you start realizing that you can't let everybody have some of your stuff because they really be, they don't treat it as good as you do. So, yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Having the value of things, man. Yeah. 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 So did you, uh, you know, that place you that in Concord, that's kind of where you got your start. Did you grow up in that area? Where did you grow up? No, I'm, I'm from Richmond, California, man. I grew okay. up in Richmond, California. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so also Vinny's, right? So I didn't get my start at Vinny's. Uh, we actually started doing shows. 
it was a funny thing that Vinny's was like the third location that uh, we ended up moving to because Kathy McCarthy, uh, may, may she rest in peace, she started doing shows at, at Contra Costa College, which is a college where I met Johan, met Chris Smith, and like a few other people who are like all like Sarah Piani and a few other people who started doing comedy all around the same time. It was like seven, eight of us. Um, we did it at the theater at Contra Costa, and then we moved it to. Um, this place called the Boiler House in Richmond, right now, right next to uh, the Craneway Pavilion. It was like a little restaurant right there, and it's the Craneway Pavilion. And which it's funny because you hear the Craneway Pavilion, and it makes it sound like, oh snap, it's like a big theater or a place like, or like there was like another yeah. one in San Francisco, the right? The pavilion, the pavilion park. You know? <laughs> oh, the, the pavilion, and it is like a huge like space like honestly you could probably like, they throw a lot of raves there now they throw a ton of raves there and it it probably it's like a it's, it's one of those like places that they like on a docks or whatever that they have like a big ass building like a factory or whatever then they kind of turn it to like throwing like events there and it's super huge and then right next to it was this brewery it was called the boiler house and they like serve food and stuff so we moved there because it was hard to keep uh renting out the theater because we couldn't pack it out and then she moved. She's like, I just, I started, she stopped doing shows for like a year and a half. And I remember that was during the time people said I had quit comedy and I never did quit. It was just, she was just on a hiatus. And I didn't know where no other shows was. Like I was doing, all my life. I, just did I was like doing her show and it was, like, Oh man, I heard you quit comedy. I was like, who said that? It was, and then, so people kept, it was like a rumor. And it was like, yeah, man, Corday was cool, but he quit comedy. And I was oh, like, wow. who's that quit? I didn't. I like. I didn't quit. I just didn't. I didn't know where no open mics was. I didn't know where no other shows was. Yeah. So, uh, um, shout out to me and Johan Miranda. We both started at the same time. Nice. He knew oh, about wow. I haven't heard that mics. name in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he used to drive at the time, and I didn't drive. I was like, hey man, I was like, hey, can we uh, can I carpool with you and do some shows? He's like, uh, uh. but like Johan's like a super nervous dude. <laughs> somebody told him somebody told him that I lived in Antioch he was like I don't know man that's like kind of far I don't want to be driving all the way to your house I was like where do you think I live he was like you live in Antioch right I was like dude I live in El Sobrane and he was like what oh, dang. <laughs> so, El, so El Sobrane is like a little town and he lived in Panola so he literally lived like within five minutes of each other but he thought I lived oh, like <laughs> wow that's cool that works out he thought I lived like these I live like 30 minutes away or 40 <laughs> minutes away. And I'm actually like, hey, you go to the city? Hey, can you pick me up? And then we go to the city. So he's thinking he like, I gotta drive way to Antioch and then try to go back to the city. He's like, why don't you just catch Bart? I was like, there's no Bart on my house. He was like, no, there's Bart to Antioch. I was like, who the fuck lives in Antioch? <laughs> <laughs> what does Antioch gotta do with it? <laughs> exactly. So I used to get so confused. And then we found that out and he was like, oh shit, dude, I thought you. I was like, no, nah, I catch bus every day. He's like, yeah, but you told me like your bus ride will be like take a while. I was like, oh, because if I miss it, I gotta wait like a whole nother hour. He's like, oh, I thought like it takes an hour to get here from you from where you was. I was like, no, I take like twenty minutes on the bus. So, hella funny shit though, just like all this like different communication. So, but yeah, and then oh, so after the boiler nice. house, yeah, <laughs> know, yeah, after the boiler yeah, house, the funny rumors. Uh, yeah, yeah, after we the stopped, funny house, we stopped doing comedy for like almost four years and nobody noticed. <laughs> hey, hey yeah it's uh yeah 
I remember because, so I started doing comedy. I would say I started in 2012, but the first, I really started in 2010, but I never did open mics or like, I just had did Kathy shows. So like my first, a show would be like open mic and me trying out new jokes that we would write or come up with like a few days before that, or like a week before that. So I say when I first started, I did like Tommy T's for the first time and I went up there and I did like, I always say I did like cool to okay. But it was like, I don't know. The more I think about it, I think the worst I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, the dude who went up before me, he bombs. Like, he got no laughs. Um, I went up after him, and then my first few, like, jokes got immediate laughs. But then after that, I told, like, this long-ass story about my cousin who uh, eats a lot. And it was nothing really there. So it was, like, this, like, incredible buildup to nothing. Um, and I remember I had invited a chick there. We didn't hang out afterwards. My family <laughs> was like, <laughs> my family was like, oh, good job, man. Good job. Friends, Ken, it was like, good job, man. It was like, yeah, man, you was good, man. You was good. And I was like, oh, was I? And then my dad came in real with me. My dad was like, hey, dude, what, what happened, man? You got, you got, you got funnier jokes than that, man. What, what, what was that? What, what was that? Like, he was the one person who kept it real. He was like, I seen you did good. What was, what was out there? I was like, dad, I'm super nervous. I had, I, at that time I had did comedy, like stand up in about a year or like a year or more. So it was like my first time up. And then they gave me 10 minutes. And oh, at the wow. time, the most yeah, I did, probably did was like five to seven, but like doing seven, like, like didn't know you did. It's seven, you know, like, yeah, I thought it was like, how, you up there for a while. I was like, how long did you do this? Seven minutes. I'm like, oh, seven, I'm sorry. But I thought I only did five. So 10 minutes seemed super long to me at the time. So I was like, I had wrote a joke and I was practicing in the car and I was timing myself to make it, uh, make it be able to fill the whole time instead of having being funny. And that's where I messed up. And the dude was like, he's like, why was that joke so long that you were sound like, uh, this one came in. He's like, what's that joke so long? I was like, dude, you told me I had to do 10 minutes. I was trying to fill the whole time. He's like, you can stop short and have it be funny and get off stage. You don't have to do that all the time. I was like, oh, oh really? He's like, yeah, leave him wanting more. He's like, so you can do like a good five to seven, but if it's all funny and you get off stage, people ain't going to be mad. I was like, but if you get up there and do a seven-minute joke that's kind of funny here and there, but you just keep talking about it and there's really no payoff. People will be like, why are you still telling this joke? Like, that <laughs> He's like, and that's what I did. He's like, you kind of did that. But then I remember, I think I had like a good joke to end on. So then that was cool. And um, so it was like, started good, told a long ass joke story. <laughs> and then the end was good. But it was like in between, it was just like, damn, dude, that was, what was you? <sighs> and then, so I, I never tell that joke no more, too. I know. <laughs> and then I, I look back, um, like, I was like, yeah, that joke was long. I was like, why didn't? And I looked at it, <laughs> and I added hella stuff to it that I wasn't supposed to. I made it way longer than what it was supposed to be. So, yeah. and then I, I left out a lot of the punchlines that was in it. Um, so and it's literally about my cousin. With huh? your experience now, you could probably make that something good. Oh yeah, I probably I probably really could. It's it's, it. it's super yeah. funny. Yeah, because the the joke is so I have a cousin. <laughs> I tell people about my cousin. His name is Alvin, and uh, my mom always talks about she thinks he has a tapeworm in his stomach. Because <laughs> he just eat, um, 
Like, right. It, it was, it was super funny. Cause, uh, you remember when Wendy's had like the four for fours? Oh no, the two, no, it was Burger King. They had the, uh, two for twos. Right. So it was like two cheeseburgers for, uh, for $2. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. two for twos. Yeah. She, they were the person was like, yeah. He's like, can I get four of them? It's okay. And then her, his total was like, it's like your total was four fifty. And then he was like, and can I get a fry? So okay, so your total was like six dollars. He was like, six dollars. That don't sound right. He's like, I don't know. That don't sound right, right? And then um <laughs> so uh uh we go up to the window, it was like, Yeah, you know the two for twos? It was like, Yeah. He's like, You yeah, you gave me four of them, right? He was like, Yeah, four. He's like, You wanted four burgers, right? He was like, No, I didn't want four burgers. <laughs> I wanted I wanted four orders. I was like, you wanted eight burgers, Albert? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, am I medium fry? And then, uh, can I get a water? <laughs> Matter of fact, make, make it two. And I was like, a water, huh? A water? <laughs> he was like, he's, he's like, yeah, I'm all about my H2O. I'm all about my H2O. I was like, motherfucker. So that was that. And then it was, uh, I said, not only that, he went to, um, we went to Wendy's afterwards, and he's he's, he's funny because all these like little fast food spots are on the same spot. And he was like, "Yeah, can I get uh two uh six piece chicken nuggets?" And I was like, "Uh, the the hell you the hell are you doing, man? You just had four burgers. Uh, I mean, you just ordered eight burgers, a fry, a water. Now you want two six piece chicken nuggets? Yeah, like, yeah, man. He's like, and I'm about to get some Taco Bell too." You about to get some Taco Bell too? If it's just three drive-throughs in one meal. Yeah, yeah, three drive because it was like it was me and the homies, right? And we all like was like chilling at our homie spot, but all of us it was like one car, and it was like eight of us. So we all ain't gonna fit in the car. We was like, oh, I'm gonna give you my money, you can get this. Like one person was like, I want uh, Burger King. One person was like, I want Wendy's. And one person was like, I want Taco Bell. And okay, luckily, nice. we knew that these spots was literally like imagine. So like you know, Vinny's, you know, Vinny's yeah. is. So imagine. Yeah. Imagine uh, Burger King is Vinny's. The next bar next to it is Taco Bell. And there's another bar across the street that's uh, Wendy's. So they're oh, all goodness. like on the same street. So it's really yeah. you just got to get out of line and go to the next. So it's really like that simple. So that's why we okay. went to all these different places. So and then he's like, so after we leave Wendy's and he gets his 12 nuggets, we then go to uh, uh, Taco Bell and our homie wanted like four chicken burritos with like some kind of sauce and he got two burritos at taco bell so (laughs) my cousin comes up with like he had eight burgers 12 chicken nuggets um and two chicken burritos but he got waters at each stop we went to and he was like in my three waters don't forget my three waters so So I'm telling this story, and I really have like a lot of punchlines to it. I'm just telling what he ordered. I'm just telling what he ordered, and the punchline at the end is that he like sits down, and then at this point he killed the waters and he killed the uh, the nuggets on the way home because he said he was he couldn't wait till we got home. He had to eat <laughs> some. I can't wait till I get home, and then so <laughs> then because he was thirsty and because he killed the waters, or he was like taking it back like shots. Um, he made himself a pitcher of Kool-Aid. <laughs> and then he started eating. And I was like, and you just seen him. Like, I was like, what is, I was like, you, I was like, I, don't, I saw like uh, a cheetah 
devouring a gazelle. Like, <laughs> 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 I was like in front of me. And then I started looking at my food and looking at him. And then I was just like, I can't, I can't, I, I can't do it. Right. <laughs> So that payoff was like the good part. And then I almost had my cousin stand up because he was there in the audience. I looked at him. <laughs> but I didn't want to embarrass him at the time. And he was like, I said, I looked at you. I was going to tell you to stand up. But then I didn't want people to be like, God damn, or something, right? Or, or be like, yo, but somebody who ate all that, he sure is pretty small. Because my cousin's like a football player. So he's not like, you, you hear somebody eating all that and you think they're like my 600-pound life. And he's actually like very well built. Because he played football and he like, so it was hella weird. So, man, I thought so I this, could eat a it, lot. Yeah. And so this joke ended up being like seven minutes long. And then I looked back <laughs> at it and I was only supposed to talk about, uh, I was only supposed to talk. The setup was way different how I wrote it. The setup was I made the mistake one time of letting my cousin, uh, tell my cousin Alvin that I was going to buy his lunch. One time. Oh, nice. And that's that's kind of so, cool. Right, yeah. right. So that's cool. That. But I, I was like, but I forgot that my cousin Alvin eats a fuck ton. So I said I was gonna buy him lunch, and then we go to Burger King, Wendy's, and then Taco Bell. I was, and then I added in. I was like, my cousin eats so much, he make you go back to the ATM to withdraw more money so you can like pay for his food. Like that's how. <laughs> That's how much he ate. You know, like I had $20 and I had to go back and get another 40 because of all the extra stuff that he started ordering and all these little relevant places. And I was like, you know how you tell somebody, oh, don't worry, I'll buy you something. But like, oh, you buy me something? Well, now that he buy me something, let's get this and that and that. And then that was supposed to be part of the joke. Like he initially just went to Burger King and then I told him I was buying him lunch. He was like, oh, since he buy me, let we can also go to Wendy's <laughs> or the Taco Bell. And then he tried to ask to go somewhere else. I was like, hell no, I can give you all this stuff. He's like, well, you said you was going to buy me lunch, right? So that was the input of the part of the jokes. And That's it wasn't good. that long. That's too. good. I like so, that. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't, and it wasn't like all the list of stuff that he was getting. But yeah, so that's why it was. Buying him lunch is like a, like a drug deal gone bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, I was supposed to end it with, I was like, Alvin, this is the last time I'm ever buying you lunch at a fast food spot. We ain't never going to a fast food spot and I'm never buying you lunch. I was like, buffets from here on <laughs> out. Okay. That's the only place I'm like, like, cause that, that, I was like, all this $45 I spent on your ass, we could have went to hometown and I could have spent $8 on your ass and it had unlimited. You, you know, <laughs> right? So, one, one flat fee. <laughs> He's like, no, you gotta buy me buffets at all the buffets in the area. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now nah, we ain't doing all that. He was like, oh, Sam, you was gonna buy me? I was like, yeah, what the fuck? So, yeah. Oh my gosh, Hell that yeah. is hilarious. That I is think incredible. it's also funny the contrast between like how you look compared to how your cousin looks. Like, he's all like, a football player and he eats more but while you're going to eat drive through the you know yeah. look of judgment upon yeah. is on you because yeah, he yeah. looks exactly. like a person it's <laughs> exactly well we both used to play football but we play different positions so like uh and then also when you're in football you you eat like that because like you you really it, it's it's because i remember in high school we we he played football and i played football my mom would like oh my God, these kids are literally eating me out of like a house and home. Like the fridge was always 
empty because yeah. you know you you practice for three to four hours a day so you come in like straight after practice and we you know and you know they're growing boys so we're literally growing yeah, right. as yeah, we're eating so it's like all this stuff like huge growth spurt body needs all this kind of food and stuff so we would yeah be eating like all kind of stuff like i remember i used to come home hungry like so hungry my mom was like he went like he went for dinner i'm like mom like i'm super hungry right now can i just make a sandwich or a bowl of cereal or something because literally after a four-hour practice like you burned out everything yeah. then she yeah. found out she's like she's like well, what about lunch i was like i don't eat lunch I mean, lunch is disgusting like <laughs> i used to have like a juice and a cookie because i was like the only good thing because yeah. <laughs> it, it was the lunch wasn't that good but it was funny because elementary lunch was good high school <laughs> lunch the budget just went down or something like that they would either they would either give you an undercooked or overcooked pizza that was like oh. hard as shit or like this <laughs> the cheese i'm like hold up this cheese a little cold right here like what the hell so it was all it was all this fun and and then the funny thing about the dude who used to sell it was a cafeteria man who used to sell us stuff he looked like pd pablo i don't know if y'all remember who pd pablo is but he looked yeah, like pd pablo rapper. he's a rapper right? the rapper the rapper yeah yeah, yeah yeah and i was just like i was like i was like damn pd pablo fell on hard times over here <laughs> <laughs> serving us lunch and stuff like that and then i remember a few times you ever heard me he was like hey man i ain't no pd pablo you ain't getting none of my line i was like oh damn so yeah so that was like super funny so yeah it was it was it was a trip it was a trip though crazy hey so while we're on the food subject uh talk about us talk to us about your veganism yeah oh right 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 so yeah i gotta retire those jokes matter of fact because i'm not vegan no more but i talk you know what's funny is we're not really doing the vegan stuff either but i love my vegan jokes i love i feel really bad when i tell them but i I really love them i don't i don't i don't feel bad at all because people all right, so here's the here's the okay. funny shit. Okay. When I was being vegan, I was vegan for two and a half years. Nobody believed me the whole time. I was <laughs> vegan, or they said, right? They used to really look at me like, "Is this fool really vegan?" Stuff like that. And then because I was telling the joke for so long, and I was doing it, and I was vegan for a long period of time, um, people was like, "Are you still vegan? Like you still you still like whatever, right?" And so and so once I stopped. People was like, "Oh yeah, you can't eat this because you're vegan." I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like, "Oh fuck, I can't." And I'm like, "No, nah, I'm not vegan no more." They was like, "I thought you, I thought you was vegan." I was like, "Yeah, I was." But y'all motherfuckers <laughs> didn't believe me. <laughs> y'all didn't believe me when I was vegan, which is hella funny because I remember, oh, we did this one thing. It was, it was, I think it was 2019 or 2018 or something like that. We did a a, a bald comedian meetup. And it was like all. It, it, it was like supposed to be a joke. It was supposed to be just three dudes. It was like I was bald. Other guys like shave their heads, but the other person losing their hair. It's like we should just hang out. He says bald dudes, and then it, and then it became like an event. Did Jorge like, organize it? Bald dude event. Yeah, but then we start realizing we didn't invite all the bald people who was there. And then some people was like, oh, "I'm not coming." I was like, "Oh, you not? You don't think you bald, huh? You still think you got? You still, oh, you still think you got?" Uh, so that was hella funny. And I remember like I'm sitting there and I was vegan at the time. And um I'm like everybody's ordering stuff. And we went to kind of like it wasn't like a Benny Hanna, but it was kind of like an expensive, I think it was P.F. Chang's or something. And um uh, we like ordering food and I'm like, yeah, let me get some uh some vegetable rice. Let's get some fried rice, something like that. I said, like, that sounds good too. I'll have some of yours. And I was like, because I don't like I you know how you go to some Chinese food spots and it's like they they put it as like oh this is gonna be a family thing where you just yeah, all go right. around and share yeah. but I hate doing that going 
Yeah. Like, I hate doing that with friends because I usually like, oh, no, this is for me. But friends always <laughs> want to, like, have some of yours. But I'm like, I'm vegan. You can't have some of mine and I because I can't have none of yours, you know? Yeah, right. That's so, all you got. That's all I got. So I was like, okay, let me get the uh, the fried rice and let me get the veggie rolls, which is pretty cool. So, like, that's the kind of, like, it. And then, like, that's also you want cordial? I was like, yeah, that's all I want because I'm like, it's not really many options. And then so they ordered, like, beef. They ordered, like, chicken. Then like all this other stuff. And then it was like, well, Cordae, I was like, you know, like, you know, that fried rice is not really, you know, I was like, let's get some like shrimp fried rice or some chicken fried rice. And I was like, huh? And then it's like, yeah, instead of the veggie rolls, let's get some like uh some pork rolls. And I was like, what the I'm like, how are you changing my and then so I'm there and I'm just like just and I'm looking off camera because I'm literally just like I'm remembering it too. I'm just like <laughs> Because I'm, like, I'm looking at the food, I'm like, that could have been just fried rice, and that could have just been vegetable. Like, I was like, so I'm eating it, and I'm like, oh damn! Because I know I'm like, I'm my head and my stomach's about to be hurting later, and mm. then so I'm eating the stuff, and I'm like, try not to eat most of the stuff while I'm picking through. Like, oh, here's beef with broccoli, so I'm just eating the broccoli specifically because there's not really many options I can eat. So I'm like, I'm not gonna be here starving, so I'm gonna eat some of it. And I was like, let me have like a little piece of this meat. And then somebody was like, hey, Corday, aren't you vegan? I don't see no vegan options on this table. And I was like, no shit, no shit. <laughs> and, it was like, <laughs> and it was like, oh, 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 is that, oh, fuck. I'm an asshole. I canceled I was like, your shit. <laughs> I canceled, yeah, he's like, I canceled your shit. And I was like, yeah, dude, that's why I was like, we can, I, I'm going to have this two things. And it was like, oh, it's like, Damn, so why did you say that? And I was like, well, I don't want to be the one prick who's there. Everybody's eating something, and I'm over here ordering separate shit. I was like, but my head, I was like, so you just going to deal with the pain? I was just going to deal with the pain. I don't want to be that guy. So <laughs> I had a headache later because, you know, if you don't Aww. eat meat for a while, when you ingest it, it makes your stomach, your body feel weird. So I had, like, this headache. I was like, I said, I wish I ain't got a little more. I was like, nah, we're going to go home. They was like, you got a headache. I was like, I got a killer headache coming on, dude. So. Yeah, it it was oh, super funny. I never really uh, correlated the two. I wonder if you know if that has anything to do with because I get headaches often too. So that's crazy. No, I, I get headaches like often too, but that was just like a family thing. But yeah. it was because like of the um the lack of having that kind of stuff, it messes with your body. It kind, kind of, of shocks your, your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what. It, yeah, so that was like a thing. So I was like, Ugh. so that was funny. But yeah, and, and there were a few times that would happen. Like we would go certain places, and then if I didn't know the spot, like I, I could start figuring stuff up. Like, oh, can I get the fried rice? But then can I get no egg? Appreciate it. Um, or can I get this? And then um, uh, let me get like fries, or let me get like we'll say you mashed potatoes. Do you guys put bunny mashed potatoes? Like, nah. Okay, I can get that. So like little stuff like that. And there's usually a lot of sides you go to places, and my meal will be cheaper. Then there's because it's literally just like a bunch of sides put together. So, yeah, yeah. You did it for two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yeah. That's cool. What was the reason to to do it? Oh, uh, <laughs> this is funny. So I'm, I'm a bigger dude, and then like usually in, when I was in college, like I wouldn't eat too much just because you busy stuff. And then like you know I eat like two times a day instead of the three, and then like snack throughout the day. And then um, I had went home. Like that good old cooking, you know, and I was eating everything that was there. And then uh, we went on a cruise, you know, going on a cruise, you know, it's all you can eat at all times. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was eating everything. We was on vacation. 
And so I remember I just, I felt my body getting heavier. Like that was like a thing. I was like, oh, this might not be good. This might not be good. And I think I put on like 20 pounds in like a span of time or something like that, it seemed like. And I was like, God damn, I was eating a lot. So probably like in what, the two months or something like that, I put on like 20 pounds or something. And then I was like, well, when I get back to school, I'll probably start working out. That's all I always told myself. Never did. But then I was like, usually right. I don't eat that much at yeah. Like I said, I don't eat that much at school. So like my weight will drop back down. And then I was still eating bad. I was like, I'll eat better in the new year. And I was still eating bad at the time. And I was just like, uh I was like, I was like, Ugh. I was like, I'm still eating bad. And I remember I was eating this uh this pizza that was hella greasy. And then it was just like super, super greasy. And I like greasy pizza, but it was like extra greasy that day. And uh and I remember I had like a, a root beer. So like my hands is all greasy and I'm eating oh. this like greasy thing and it's just like <laughs> falling down and then I'm washing it down with like a root beer. And I was like, this ain't good. This ain't good. This ain't, this ain't healthy, you know. But then not only that, I had later because we I had an apartment and then um I had parks like because the parking was fucking terrible at our apartment. So I parked like a few blocks away. So as I'm walking, uh, like my back is killing me. I was like, ah, like, ah, my back is like, ah, like, ah, my back is killing me, right? And so then my ankles started swelling, my legs started. I was like, ah, I was like, my ankles. I was like, ah, oh, I'm like, what is better? I was like, oh, I start doing like, (laughs) start doing like the the big person. Well, I was like, oh shit, I'm like, ah, this is good. Ah, feels well better, like this, yeah. I started looking. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, am I getting that big where well, I'm getting like that, that, like the big, like penguin walk or whatever? And then I had like this vision all of a sudden that came out of nowhere that said, if I don't change my weight right now, I will end up on my 600 pound life. Wow. Like it was like in the moment, like I saw myself like with like 6X or 7X, like t shirts wearing sweats all the time, like on a bed, but like just constantly sitting everywhere. And it's like constantly out of breath. It was like this like random ass vision. And then in my head, I was <laughs> the comedian me kicked in in the middle of this thought. I was like, well, if I'm 600 pounds and I'm on my 600 pound life, <laughs> that's a TV credit, yo. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I made it on TV. Like that's hella dope. But then the reality set back in, I was like, yeah, but how many of them dudes on my 600 pound life be got like have a wife or got like got any kind of relationship? It's just just them at their mom's house. I was like, but the women always got a dude, got multiple kids somehow. They always wiped up. They always like married. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know why this is. I don't know why this is. <laughs> That's true though. Like, You're right. The men are single. The, the men are single, <laughs> and the women on my 600 pound life all married, got several <laughs> kids. I'm like. Why is it when we get hella big, nobody want us? Women? No, that's my big sugar bear right there. That's my big boo boo. That's my boo boo right there. That's my boo boo. So like, and I, I, I never understand it. I, and the dude might be husky, but he way smaller than what she is. Always like that one weird, super skinny dude who like big girls. And I'd be like, how? How? And then I remember I watched a few times with my mom, and my mom was like, how do they? How do they? How did they? I guess it was like, it's like, yeah, you know, she gained a lot of weight because she just had her kid recently. He was like, recently? Was like, recently? She had a kid? Years old. Like, 
no, 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 no. The kid was like, the kid was like by like eight, like by a year. And so, oh. like, she's like, oh, she gained more weight since she's gained eight pounds after the kid. And he, it, my mom was like, wait, 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 wait. He's like, you were still, she was like, you were still fucking her when she was like four to 500 pounds? Like, how did, like, she was like, how did that? He's like, oh, but now it's terrible because now it's 600 pounds. He's like, so I was like, but how did he, he's like, was he lift? Like, what? I was like, mom, don't even, don't even, but it was so funny. <laughs> And then, and then you let her go from that. Like my weight's gotten the best of me, and I can't play with my kids, and it is so hard. Like my husband, he's there for me, and everything. And the next dude, fat guy with his mom, like nothing, like you know, mom, my mom got to help me wipe my butt, you know. And I'm just like, I was like, yo, and my mom was like, oh, this is sad. I'm like, it's real sad. He's like, why? I was like, cause the woman. Got a whole family, and the dude is here with his mama. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is how you know life ain't fair. My mom was like, damn, you're right. I was like, mom, and they got several kids together. They got several kids. That dude ain't probably even got a girlfriend nowhere. I was like, you see how this shit ain't this shit ain't fair. So yeah, you but that, so that. that 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 vision of my 600 pound life made me like uh switch it up. Um, and then my big brother, a dude who considered my big brother, he was like a trainer for me when I used to play football. And like, ever since then, he's like 10 years old. I just consider him like his real brotherly figure. He told me he had lost 30 pounds by going vegan. And, but he's like a personal trainer too. And I was like, I probably can't get that, but if I get close to, if I get 15 to 20, that would be good for me. And then I was like, well, let me try going vegan as like a super strict uh, restriction diet. And I did that and I lost like 14 pounds and like two weeks like right as soon as i started and so that was like that was like okay well this this shit is good um but you know they say it take a month to make stuff a habit the weird thing about when i went vegan the last week before it hit like the month um i remember i started craving random ass shit like stuff i don't even stuff i don't even eat like that i remember i was craving steaks so i, I go for like a nice steak right and i was just like I don't even eat steaks. Like, I ain't had a steak like four years. I was like, why am I craving a steak? But it was just like all this random shit. And I was like, what the fuck? A steak? I was like, my mom doesn't make steak. I'm like, what the? A steak? Not a burger. Like a steak. And I'm just like, what the hell is this? So, yeah. But it was interesting. So, yeah. And that's why I became vegan. So, and then I think I ended up losing like 40, 50 pounds um, from it. And I felt like it was super light while I did it. And I always think about going back because I'm like, you know, the pandemic, you put on weight. And I was like at my lightest when I was vegan. I think I was like, one thing about me, I always tell people, I always ask people to guess my weight. And then people always like, what you like? Like, like 280? I'm like, nah. What happened? A dog happened? Yeah, so oh, I'm <laughs> I don't know. My cat did something. She made some Gizmo, weird noise. She was like huh? hiding something. I don't know like, what, what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, people always think I'm like 280, 270, 260. And like, I was like, nah, I keep guessing. And they start at like 280. And then it just keeps going down, down. And one person, they'd be like, this is like, honestly, a joke too. I, I do sometimes. I'm like, how much you like, you like, what you like, 230, 220? I was like, do I look 230? And I'm like, nah, <laughs> like, and I'm like, nah, I'm like in my, in my 300s. They was like, bro, I couldn't even see it. Like you wear it well. And I'm like, yeah, and that's kind of my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I wear it so well. I'm like, no, I don't even look that bad. And then my niece was like, nah, nah, you're a little. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, the lightest I think I got back down to was like 317. And I kind of want to get back. I actually want to get under 300. 
but uh, yeah, me too. it's just hard. So yeah, yeah, it's like especially because now it's like as I'm old, I'm like 33 now, and it's older now. I start feeling like the pressure on my knees, like yeah. the pressure. I don't feel pressure on my ankles as much, but it's like my knees kind of like you know try to do stuff, and it's like okay, this is what they talk about long term. Like your body doesn't function as much. I'm like okay. So, so I think I might I always think about going back to vegan, but I realize how hard it is. But the strictness of it kind of reminds of football because when you're in football, like yeah, the strict diet, you can't do this, you can't do that. So it kind of helps from that standpoint. But other times I'll be like, well, I kind of like meat again, so I don't know. Like <laughs> it is, it is very, uh, very tough and strict. It really is. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but if you if you do it well, it yeah. you don't really miss out i feel like yeah. i miss like cheese when we did it i miss cheese cheese was the <laughs> biggest cheese was the biggest thing that we missed besides all you know bacon but there's a lot of dairy there's a lot of non-dairy cheese though there's a lot of it now yeah all of them suck they taste like pretty a much yeah pretty much like, <laughs> um, it tastes like what they have like the consistency of a booger when they're melted. Yeah. I don't like that. I always, yeah. I, I always say like uh, vegan cheese tastes previously chewed. That's what it's <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Absolutely. Yeah. So oh, she she like when the pandemic was when we were in the pandemic, she was like, "Hey, I want to do vegan for like a month and see how I feel." And I was like, "Oh, I'll do it with you," you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the first two weeks, uh, like acid reflux went away. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I had like. Acid reflex. There's a few things I can't even think of right now, but <clears throat> I just had, you know, a few things went away. I was sleeping better, and I, I lost like I lost like you know water weight or whatever in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Slipped down a little bit, fit into pants that I didn't fit into before. This is two weeks. Two yeah, yeah. Yeah. into it, he yeah. was sleeping better. His apnea went away. Like he stopped. Mm-hmm. stopped oh yeah, breathing in the sleep, I wasn't breathing was in my sleep, and that went away completely. Amazing. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, I guess we're going to be vegan forever. Yeah, after two weeks, he was like, all right, I'm cool. I could do this. And I'm like, good for you. Yeah. I miss bacon. Like- yeah, yeah. But then, yeah. like, the world opens up. See, my biggest thing was when uh, when, the, when 2021, when the world opened back up, because we did it for about a year, like, almost a year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I went back to the comedy club, you know, working late at night. And it, it's hard, because at a comedy club, the only thing I could eat was French fries. French fries, yeah. So I kind of like, all right, well, I'll get a burger and then yeah. I'll get another burger. And then before I know it, I'm not even doing vegan at all anymore. It was at first was, okay, I'll get a burger with no cheese, you know, and eventually yeah. I added cheese back to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, what it was, was the, uh, they had, they had options. Like I used to get fries or something like that. And then usually fries is cheap. Or if they had a, I was like, yeah, I got like a meatless burger or something like that. Not a harvester. Yeah, I got like a meatless burger because the harvest burger is just like grass and stuff like that. It tastes disgusting. But the meatless burger or like a, a meat or like, or they had like, I remember someplace had like a big, like, a, like a mushroom burger. Mm-hmm. And then that was pretty good because like the, the sauces they used on it was pretty good. So that used to help. And actually, that doesn't taste, doesn't sound too bad right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it does. So look yeah. Good, yeah. Or I remember like, or uh, a few spots start having like buffalo. Um, what is it? Buffalo, not asparagus, but it's like not brock. What's that? What's the other? What's the white broccoli? You call yeah, 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 we've had buffalo we've had cauliflower. cauliflower. That shit is on point. Like that shit is good. So I remember I used to get that. I used to order like buffalo cauliflower, and then I'd be like, oh, and then I get some fries, and then I was like, fuck, I need to start. <laughs> Ordering salads, go because <laughs> I'm not vegan. <laughs> go me, I can't like. Be, I was like, all right. So then I would start ordering like, let me get some buffalo cauliflower with like a, 
with like a salad or something like yeah. that. Or if I got the burger, I'd be like, can I get the fries and a salad so I can have like, because the carbs from the bread and the fries would be cool. And then I need like something like healthier kind of thing. I'm like, all right, let me get some. And I wasn't drinking like a lot of soda. So I was getting like, uh, you guys got any lemonade and then I'll have water too. So it was like all this different kind of stuff to kind of supplement stuff out. But yeah. But yeah, you start feeling better like immediately going after going yeah. vegan, like yeah. kind of rough, but you just like, you like, ooh, I, I remember I used to always feel light. That was yeah, like, yeah, that's what, yeah. like the biggest thing that I noticed was that you feel, you don't feel as heavy at all. Even mm-hmm. if you have a huge meal, yeah. you still don't feel like, uh, like yeah. stuffed to the gills. Yeah. 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 See, I was like, I just be like, the reason around. why she really wanted to cut meat out was because. Like when an animal goes to like a slaughterhouse, I guess, or whatever happens, you know, um, they when they get scared right before they get killed, and yeah. it lets this chemical out into their body, yeah. and then we eat that, and it kind yeah. of carries the feeling from what they yeah. felt to what we're we're eating, and yeah, um, so it, you know, it's it's there somewhere deep down, and so she wanted yeah, I heard to that shit. eliminate that a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I heard that shit too. I still uh, I, uh, that that wasn't the reason I went vegan. That was. <laughs> It was like, you know, when an animal gets killed, it's like it releases this certain kind of chemical. I'm like, yeah, that's just called fear. That's what that yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I it was I don't I don't feel like that was the only thing. I think it was yeah. like also uh subconsciously it's just you uh, I don't know. It like after you eat meat sometimes you just feel like so heavy and like yeah, it's true. uh I don't know. I don't know if it's like you feel the fear or the sadness or whatever they went through or anything like that, but I know that you feel heavy. So when you say when you felt light during vegan, yeah, I totally get that because that that's what it felt like. It didn't feel like you were putting this heavy food in there that takes like days to to digest. Did did y'all always eat uh do y'all eat did y'all eat a lot of beef too? Did y'all eat a lot of beef or was it like uh yeah, we ate a lot yeah, of no, beef. Yeah, no, we do eat chicken. a lot of beef, yeah. Um, and then sometimes fish, but we wanted to do a more plant-based food, like kind of, uh, not vegan, vegan, but like plant-based with a little bit of fish and maybe some chicken. Yeah. I really need to cut dairy out. Dairy is a huge problem for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I remember, cause I didn't eat a lot of beef. I remember we ate like, cause with my family, we switched to uh, ground turkey. That was like a big thing because beef like kind of weighs heavy on you and stuff, but then still, eat like pork and stuff but i'm like i my dad like loves bacon i'm like i don't care for bacon like too much because like especially like bacon like with like uh like with breakfast and i'm like I love man bacon. give me <laughs> like i like i'm like i prefer sausage because it's like you know it's more awesome. it's like yeah because i'm also growing up too kids can have bacon but we only had enough sausage for like the adults like so that was always like <laughs> oh so you're like deprived <laughs> you're kind of deprived yeah. of it <laughs> yeah, so I always pref- I always prefer uh, sausage over bacon. And then after stop being vegan and just kind of go back, like bacon is still hard for me to like digest. Like it's to be like, like oh, this is like extra greasy or whatever. Um, yeah. And so like I always pre- prefer sausage. I remember even sausage like when like it took me a while for my body just to get used to. I was like, oh, this makes sense. It's salty. So, um, yeah. So that was like the two things that. Uh, missed out on oh yeah and so like yeah so eating a lot of turkey or like chicken uh and then that never really felt super heavy on me so then going eat vegan and then being feeling even lighter i'm like that's a that's a crazier transition I'm like oh i felt light eating like ground turkey mm-hmm. and chicken now i feel even lighter just like being plant-based so i was like well i'm just over here 
just like floating. Like, I'm like okay. <laughs> so yeah. I could uh I get picture going to breakfast with you and then you yeah. order your plate and they go, Do you want bacon or sausage? You go, I ain't no kid, I want sausage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I never get that because the bacon that they give you at a it'd be oh, so yeah, no, it's terrible. Slim and shit. Like, no, give me that sausage, yo. What the fuck yeah. are you doing? The restaurant <laughs> bacon is terrible. Yeah. So that's why that's special I really don't get. Uh and then also at um what is it? Uh, uh I'm trying to think of like when I always to order uh, what would I um what would I get? Because it'd be like, because I'll give my sausage away, or like, or like, can I get hash browns instead of so? Or, or I get, I will ask for meat substitutes. Like, hey, I'm like, I'm yeah. vegan, so I don't, um, I don't eat like meat. Can I get like hash browns and country fried potatoes, or stuff like that? And the one thing, so y'all, the, y'all weakness for y'all was, um, was uh, uh, what was it? Was cheese. My weakness was eggs. Like, I love eggs. Oh, like, I love no. eggs. Eggs is like a. A cheap, especially because I was vegan like yeah. in college, so eggs was always like a cheap, quick meal I could make. Like if I went home yes. and I was like kind of faded, instead of going to buy something, and also I was kind of broke. Oh shit! I got eggs at home. <laughs> make some eggs. Mm-hmm. I go home make quick eggs. So, like when you faded, like it's immediate. It take me about like I just gotta warm up the stove and then like make it in like as good in about like five minutes. Okay. So like that was like a quick little thing. I just be like they're eating, and then okay. uh, I go to sleep. And it's like light on your stomach too. So that was like another good thing. But yeah, so eggs was something that I missed. And so sometimes I'll go out. My mom was like, you want eggs? And I'm like, I'll be looking. And I'm like, this might upset my stomach. And I was like, oh. So yeah. then I had to get look at certain stuff. Like, And I would replace. I had so many different replacements. I'd be like, like, so can I get fruit? Can I get <laughs> bread? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then so sometimes I would just order the pancakes. I was like, because the pancakes is cool. And then just like have the syrup. And then because you know you can't have the butter and stuff, and then sometimes I'm like I would cheat because I'm just like it's butter. I was like I'm not, or like the butter would already be there. Like I oh, know my bad, you vegan. I was like that's all right. I'm like I'm not. It tastes better with it anyway. So it'd be like little stuff here and there that like I wasn't super serious. I was super serious about every dairy thing because it used to be like so hard to take certain out like or certain things like so I let little stuff like that slide. But when it came to meat stuff, like usually I never eat stuff with meat on it. And then, like, cheese is, like, another one. Like, I would eat pizza. But then I noticed, like, uh, I didn't have a lot of dairy while I was vegan. And every time I would have pizza because vegan cheese is disgusting, I kept trying it. I'm like, this ain't working. My my face used to peel. I noticed that. Like, yeah, my face, my nose would peel. And then, like, right here on my cheeks will peel. And I was like, that's the dairy. That's me having dairy. It's it's plenty of face. Because I learned in high school, dairy breaks you out. Like it gives you acne, and I used to wonder why I always get acne. But I ate a bowl of cereal every morning for breakfast, so the milk was like making my acne worse. Like I had acne fighting stuff, and then I'm just making it worse by having a bowl of cereal. And it was like, you, what do you, what do you have breakfast? I have a bowl of cereal every day. There was like, oh, milk. It's like what? It's like milk is dairy. Dairy breaks you out. Wow, I was like, crazy. oh shit! <laughs> I was like, god damn cereal over here so yeah i'd switch that up so yeah wow that's crazy well it sounds like you developed a lot of like uh discipline from your football days it kind of went into the veganism did it also help with your uh comedy eventually besides being a a quote-unquote lazy writer oh so yeah well i'll I'll say this the uh uh comedy helped me avoid 
serious depression when it comes to not making it in, in football. Oh, like I say, the the love of uh, of comedy replaced my love of football, even so much so in my subconscious now. Like every time, like football was, it, football is a hard thing to kind of like realize that I'm not playing no more. And I watch like a fuck ton of football all the time. Uh, so it's still kind of like, oh, I'm like, nah, I'm not a football. I'm like, nah, I don't do football no more, right? So even it took a while for me subconsciously to get over the fact I'm not playing football. Like every time I would see a, a random open field, like you could build a football stadium right here. <laughs> oh, right there, like turf, like going like anytime I see a field, anytime I see a field, like I drive from the Bay to Sacramento all the time. And there's this little, there's this pot of land in Vacaville that I drive past. And it's like a, a across the freeway. They have all these like, um, uh, it's like a plaza. But right on the other side is like this open land. I'm like, the Raiders could have built their stadium right here. It's a ton of space. You got all that shit. You could have pushed all that stuff back, closed off the road, and they could have a whole ass stadium right here in this pot. I say it every time I drive past there. But I remember it used to be bad where I used to see like drive to like Fresno. I'm like football field, football field, school, like all that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until probably about within probably like the last five years. Then now I walk into a bar and I'm like, we could have a comedy show here. Yeah. Like my mind, that mindset yeah. changed. And then I realized, cause I took like psychology and sociology classes. I was like, Oh shit. My subconscious finally got over not being able to play football. Now my subconscious even thinks like, uh, comedy, for comedy as well. So I was like, I was like, Oh shit. That's a turn. <laughs> it's like 2017. It's like 2017 when it started happening. And I was like, Oh shit. Oh, yeah, and I remember I stopped playing football in 2010. So that's a, it took a minute. It took a while. It took a minute yeah. for my sub, yeah for my subconscious to uh, realize that too. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's, it's a trip. Um, and then disciplines with um, disciplines with uh, comedy that I learned from stand up. Yeah, I mean from from football that I learned from stand up is uh, practicing a lot, like hitting open mics, treating it the same way. Like I, I gotta go, pra- I gotta go to practice. I gotta go to practice. Like that was kind of a thing. Like I was big on practice because. Like, if you practice, you always, you know, just get better. Like, just doing it, even if it's, like, you get one practice session, like, one mic a week or two mics a week or, like, just two in a day or something. That always, like, helps. Because you're up there and I'll say, like, well, it's just five. It's like, you know, you said, well, it's only five minutes. I'm like, yeah, but that five minutes, something could happen with it. You can develop new tags or, like, I do a lot of, yeah. do a lot of in the moment, like, improv on stuff. Um and I always feel like I come up with like newer jokes or newer texts when I'm just like working with stuff or mm-hmm. people like people laugh at a certain way and I add stuff to it in the moment. So that's always like a good thing because, you know, football, you practice five days a week, five to six days a week. And then you had a game on no five days. You had a game on Saturday. So like, you know, doing the same amount with comedy. Sometimes you have, you do four to five days of mics and you got a show. Um, you usually go by the show. Like I, I like a headline. So usually if I have a headlining show, like on a Friday or a Saturday, I want to at least get three or four mics that week. So usually three to four days of mics because I, I tried going like one mic and that's not good or, or like two mics. Like, uh, usually like three is like the key, but if like I can do like three on a Monday, I'm like, okay, I'm setting myself up good. And then might try to do one on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or try to do two on a Wednesday, one on a Thursday. And by the time Friday come, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I knocked the yeah. got the juices rolling and I'm already good versus like I've noticed a few times I've done one or none. Usually the first five to seven minutes is kind of 
kind of rusty. Like I'm not going to rust off while doing it. And it's like good, but it's like, I'm not as sharp. I'm not as like quick with it. I'm not as kind of like, kind of, you know, I'm getting like myself back in the juices. So that's like a thing. I feel the same for me. I'm, I'm a momentum comic. I, yeah. you know, I have to bomb once or twice at open mics before I can do good at a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. get it out of the way. That yeah, feeling, get that bomb out of the, the way. The fear exactly. of bombing. Get it out of the way by doing it, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Corday, you're uh, you're kind of blowing up. You're everywhere these days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's super awesome. You know, I see all these all these shows, and you're always on all these awesome shows and everything. Yeah. 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 So, uh, just, you know, how's comedy going for you, and how's everything? How's, uh, just, how's life? Uh, comedy's going pretty well, actually. It's actually, it's super dope i actually kind of wanted to like roll up even more like the next step i think is buying a good camera and i actually have a camera i just need to start recording more and then uh posting the clip shit um and then try to like blow up on social media or just have that start going Mm -hmm. viral but i'm pissed because this this you should always post on social media but you you shouldn't always comment on people things uh (laughs) because a few different times like i was on people stuff like you know, they always say don't talk about religion and politics, but anytime somebody would try to say Trump was doing better than Biden or any of the Republicans, I'm just like, no, they was not. Like, stop this dumb stuff. I don't know y'all political origins, but like, I like, so, so in, I'll break it down like this. So in college, the two things I studied was sociology and black studies. So I learned about how certain, uh, especially the Republican Party, even Democrats too, during the 90s, adopted Republican tactics to win the election. That's why uh, Bill Clinton was so hard on like the three strike rule and all this kind of stuff because they was losing by a landslide. So they started adopting Republican stuff because they was too, they was, the thing was they were too hot. They were too lenient on crime. So then they went super hard on crime to try to win the election because they kept losing and stuff like that. So a lot of these principles that was put in by Republicans stuff like that, I like don't like a lot. So I argue with people all the time, like really like you guys are Latino. So I hate when like Latinos argue for Trump. I'm like, are you stupid? Like <laughs> they kick, like they kicking you out. They kind of doing this kind of stuff. They, you know, all this other things. I'm like, why would you fight? And then also they said they only bring the rapists here. Like you, you voted for the dude. Clearly called y'all rape. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You know, like how to, you know, or. Like other dumbass people, like like Candace Owens, I hate with a passion because she say Democrats um, are bad or Democrats are like this. And I I know like people spill, when like they try to come like convert people to being Republican. Like they talk about Lincoln, you know, free the slaves. The Republican Party was this. The Republican Party did all this stuff for slaves. Like liberals was the one who was anti uh, uh, black people and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, cool, I got you. So, um, when did, so they did all this kind of stuff, but why did they stop after a while? Cause they, they'll tell you all this history about the Republican party, right? Mm-hmm. But they'll stop around 1965 or the, or, or the mid sixties. But you know why they stopped talking about Republican party and how did, good they did for black did people? Did the party switch? The party switched and the civil rights movement happened in the sixties. So they'll tell you everything that the Republican party did for black people up until the sixties. That's when the civil <laughs> rights movement happened. And it literally switched everything. And Republicans literally preyed on white people's fear because as civil rights was happening, as other races was getting rights, uh, the Republican Party switched and it was now becoming what they are now. 
and liberals and the Democrat Party became what we know now. And then Republicans uh, preyed on white fear and saying that all these other races are getting all the benefits that you aren't doing, even though they shouldn't be getting this. And so all the people who were Democrats during the 60s started assimilating towards the right side and start being like they started. That's how they start winning the Bible Belt. It was like you see all this stuff that they're getting and stuff, and then the, then you're not getting. Then they're taking, they're coming, and they're coming for your jobs, and they're trying mm-hmm. to take your land and try to do. I'm like, all right, so that, so having a history and knowledge of that kind of stuff, I can sift through like all this bullshit that they prop up and all this propaganda. You try to put it from. I'm like, I'm like, nah, like I won't say Biden's doing like. Uh, uh, he's doing a better job than what Trump because Trump was just sending this like always like about to send us into like a world war yeah, right. with somebody and all this kind of stuff. So it was like really becoming bad for like uh, the U.S. and really like I feel like Trump was on a, a kind of like a separatist like he wanted he wanted to eliminate the middle. My mom was such like I felt like he wanted to eliminate the middle class. Yeah, we just have absolutely. like billionaires and just a working class and the middle class would be virtually like eliminated. And then like the vaccine stuff like which is really I, I was super pissed about because vaccine or COVID, like how we said COVID wasn't real. And I had COVID twice, even by being cautious and stuff. And I'm like, yo, no, this shit is killing people. Like this is yeah. a serious disease that we're not. Because, And then I want to like add to it, like make jokes about because I'm a comedian. I'm like, when was the last time, you know, they shut the NBA down yep. for six months, right? you know, or like when, when was the last time they shut college basketball or college football down? Yep. Then we got to pay them. Why would they shut them down? They got to pay. They shut down Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas ain't never shut down for nothing. Right. No. Like you got to look at certain shit like that. Like, oh, oh, shit. Like, oh, like, fuck all the, uh, like, if you believe this real, if this wasn't real, let's think about how bad this was. When the last time, you know, Vegas shut down. Yeah. Like, people get killed in Vegas and they keep on going. Yeah. They did. Yeah. No, Vegas. They, did. they had that big mass shooting. And yeah. did, the next day, it was business as usual. Business as usual. I'm like, I'm like, what's the last time you know Vegas just shut down? Like, let's think. Like, fuck parties. This is how you know this is serious. They shut. I was like, the NFL stopped. Players get hurt all the time. They don't stop shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. basketball stopped. Yeah. They didn't know what, you know, like all this stuff. That, like, let's be realistic. Yeah. This shit stops. <laughs> like, like, fuck a, an agenda. No, they shut shit down. Like, also, I always say, I was like, we got to work from home. You know how long you've been trying to convince your boss you can be productive (laughs) at home as you are at work? You got that option. You stayed home. Like, freeways was clear. There was no traffic. What? Like, like all this stuff that kind of, like, just, if you think about it, logistically, like, okay, this shit was real, you know? Like that was like something seriously bad, and like I, I don't like how he handled like doing, doing like the presidency and saying, and then, and then the biggest I didn't I didn't even talk about something stuff more, but I feel like it's getting kind of outdated. Like Trump said, <laughs> Trump said he beat beat COVID in four days. He had the fastest recovery out of anybody. Oh, he beat it yeah. in three days. You mean to tell me a fat, overweight dude, overweight? Dude, in, in his seventies, yep. Beat COVID. 
But NFL athletes who got six packs couldn't? Like, come on now. Like, what? What are we talking mm-hmm. about now? Or exactly. I always hate when people were saying, like, oh, I'm not getting vac- vaccinated because it was, like, a big thing. It was, I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm just going to live a healthy lifestyle, and I should be good. And I'm like, healthy lifestyle? Really? I'm like, there was motherfuckers in the Olympics getting COVID. And what, who lived more of a healthy lifestyle than them? And I was like, I ain't talking about the the people the, the people who be throwing shit, the fat people who be throwing stuff. I'm talking about the track runners. You know how good of a shape they are in. You can see they six pack through their jackets. That's how good of a shape <laughs> they in. You mean, <laughs> you mean to tell me you 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 live more of a healthier lifestyle than them? Like you can see them. I was like, and then they win the race and they six pack is just breathing. They six pack <laughs> that motherfucker got COVID. And you supposed to live a healthy lifestyle. You can't be healthier than them. You can't be healthier than them. They work at facilities to train year round. You can't, you know, the little <laughs> stupid shit like that is a uh, is a uh, what like what I like to talk about. What were we talking about? I forgot. I got way off track. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, about, oh, I was talking about. Oh, I was talking about Instagram. Comment oh, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes comments, I go on Instagram. Comments. Comments on Instagram. So a few different times I'm arguing with people because I get super passionate about this stuff because I argue from a standpoint of. These aren't opinions. I've studied this stuff and I can like critical think. And these are coming from facts on books I've read about racism in America, policy in America, white fear, which is something that white people fall for every single year. Like even even black people fall for white fear or like fear that they do. It's like fear tactics where when a, 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 a political party or any party or or not even a political party, like, let's say, like, police was saying all these new laws was going to affect in the year 2023, so we need to watch what we're doing. Can you believe this is being passed? And I was like, they're saying that as they're losing funding for fucking up all the time. That's what happens. Like, police will put out, there are certain counties will put out there, all these new laws are going into effect in the new year, but they'll never tell you what county is going into effect, what state is going to effect. They'll say it as, like, uh, overall thing so you think the whole country is going to affect and it might be like some small ass county in the middle of Texas or some place in Boise, Idaho or Delaware where those laws are going to affect but they'll just tell you it's going to affect and you think oh shit this is going to affect throughout the whole country oh my god we need to do something about this and I was like no nah, that's not what happened but people fall for it yeah. so I argue with people so right and so I argue with people and then I'm like, they, so I, I kind of, you know, get heated. So I might say something <laughs> like, you, I'm like, you, you stupid person or something like that. Or you, you hella ignorant or, you know, and, you know, sometimes words like that are being flagged, especially on like controversial topics. But I'm like, the algorithm pop made it pop up still in my, my feed or whatever. Cause when the voting and all the Trump shit was happening, something about it being a negative thing yeah. would pop up in my Facebook. And it was like, oh, you might want to see shit like that. And the cool thing about it I liked was that I I didn't like it. But the cool thing I I found out about it was, like, I know people's certain agendas. Like, okay, not following you no more. Really don't (laughs) know you. Or, like, damn, yo. Like, I know a black comic who was super pro-Trump. Broke my heart. And I'm just like, and so I'm saying funny stuff. Like, oh, snap, you know, Biden won. No, we got to do a recount. And I'm like, oh, you serious about this? I'm like, I was like, you know, Trump would fuck up. It was like, no. And I was like, see, and so this is what Republicans do. Republicans blame everything on Democrats and not take no accountability of what they've done. 
They'll be like, well, the reason why this is happening is because Democrats won't allow. Like, no, 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 this is your policy. Tell me about your policy. So the reason why our policy is this bad because Democrats did. But I'm like, no, like you created this policy. It got passed. Why is this happening? Well, because, Dem- and then, or they'll just, they just won't answer. That's a two, that's a strategy thing. Like, instead of being like, like if they're in like a court, instead of like being brought up on lies, They'll immediately say, I don't know. They'll deflect and insult a person, like what they're wearing, to get you like off topic. Yeah. Or three, they'll just remain quiet and kind of just stutter there, looking dumb. Or I can't I can't recall. I can't, I don't what, what was the question again? I can't, I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't I I, I, don't, whew, I I'm not sure. Or I, I or they'll just repeat something that has nothing to do with the question. They're like, hey, Senator, I really appreciate you for calling on me. I, I appreciate everyone being here. It's super great that you guys have me here in front of you. Uh, uh, me and my other colleagues are happy to be here in the courthouse. And then uh, we're just trying to, like, we're, I'm glad you brought this to attention because this is something important that we need to talk about. And and then just keep talking, but they won't address anything. And it's, it's all strategy just to fill air. Yeah, yeah they just, just feel like... Uh, Empty words. They just send out a ton of empty air, empty words, and then they'll be brought up like, "Okay, answer the question." Like, sorry, sorry, my bad. I'm trying to get to the question, but or they'll they'll start doing argument. Like, I'm trying to get to the question, but you keep interrupting me, and I can't get to exactly what the question is. But if you if you're going to just keep interrupting me, I can't get to the question. I want to answer the question you want to. I want I want to I want to get to the problem. We need to get to the problem in this country and talk about. But they're never. Like kind of do shit like that, so it's like hella funny. So before I became a wanted to go into comedy, I wanted to become a lawyer. So that's why I was trying to oh. fight. But like, yeah. So that's why, like, I see. Shit. I'm like, what the? I'm like, oh my, like, I know these tactics. I know these these dumbass tactics. You can't be caught lying on the stand. So instead of lying on the stand, if I say I don't know or I don't recall, um. I don't maybe I don't I'm not sure I'm not a I'm not aware or you say words like you say non fuck you say words that won't find you liable in court I, I don't recall I'm not sure um they kind of take I, your I, own, I, they take uh the oldest the you don't own it yeah. you don't own it yeah they exactly. take that away yeah so it's like instead of saying because yeah, if you don't say yes or no that didn't happen or something like that it takes it takes the onus away from me you know like because you can't recall you can't you can't determine if somebody can recall this you can't tell someone if they remember this or not because you you don't know their like so it's like like i'm not i'm not sure i don't recall i'm not too familiar with that are you not too familiar with this like no i'm not like well i i don't recall doing that like i'm not sure about it so and then now it's a uh uh you're going to court on their memory. Like, do you know, like, do you, how do you know that they remember this or not? Like, how, you know, yeah. so it's all a, uh, you're decriminalizing yourself by doing this. So basically fast forward to, I was commenting on people and I was going kind of in and then certain idiots or dumb stuff. I got flagged and, um, my, uh, my views, my, I was like, Oh, you, you go said something to go against community standards. Right. But then literally, um, um, the wording I say and the wording somebody else say might be racist or they might insult me like, oh, well, because you're this, you don't understand stuff. Like, what you mean I don't understand? Like, you know, so they'll say like, 
oh, because you're this, you you don't comprehend. Like, what you trying to say? Because I'm black, I'm like, I'm stupid? Like, what do you mean? And then I saw go in, I'm like, this is the stuff, this is the dumb stuff that Republicans say. And then, like, it'll be like, oh, you're saying, you're calling Republicans dumb flags. Like, what? I call, this fool said, like, he said, yeah. like, oh, because yeah. I'm this, you know? And then Instagram is messed up because it, the when you appeal, they say, did we make a mistake? Instead of saying, like, um, it's, they'll just say, like, did we make a mistake saying this thing is flagged? And, like, it's really an argument, like, no, this is what I meant when I said this. Um, and then the comment, and then instead of, they flag you, but instead of flagging the person who you're responding to, they just flag you and start taking stuff away. And that's what I hate. Like, my players got flagged a few different times, so my views went down hella much, mm. and I'm pissed about that. So I want to try to wow, put out more clips that. and stuff. Yeah, so literally it's like, uh, what happened? It's, it's It really happens when you like trying to stop bullying, kind of the funny thing about it. Like you get flagged for trying to stop bullying yeah. because their language is more coded than what yours is, is just straight up calling somebody dumb, like flag, stupid flag. And it versus like, they say, well, you don't understand because you didn't say stupid because they didn't say stupid. You get flagged because like, I'm not stupid or you stupid or whatever. You're considered as flagged because you're calling somebody stupid. And I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck? So yeah, or, on Facebook too, where yeah, the person that's defending themselves will get flagged. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's dumb as hell. Like I remember yeah. oh, it was super funny. Like uh this chick. I remember what was the black dude who was running for governor recently? Like the black Republican dude who was backed by like all these Trump supporters, stuff like that. Oh, I she, remember, one of I remember his name though. Yeah, I yeah. do remember that. She was on my page defending him and saying we should vote for him and stuff like that. And she's like, you should vote for him because he's like a black leader. I was like, man, it's so, I was like, no, this dude, I was like, I see this one black dude surrounded by all these white Republican people. I'm not going to support him. Like, this is yeah. black. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I know what y'all doing. Y'all going to put this black figurehead and give him all these black ideals and try to say you should support him because he was black. Like, no, we ain't, black people aren't dumb. Just because we <laughs> put a black person up there don't mean we'll go support him. Because you'd be like, this motherfucker don't know what the fuck he's talking about. You know, because we're, you know, like, oh, he's black, so they'll vote for him because he's black. Like, no, we vote right. people who yeah, actually have our interests. Yeah, like, so, so she was on my page commenting, and, like, she was, people was calling her stupid going in. Also, very attractive white lady, but comes from, like, a place of privilege. Uh, I think her husband is old. So that's, like, a funny thing about it, because she looks, like, in her 40s. But then her husband is like in his upper sixties or seventies. Like, oh, I know what type of you like. Oh, you and her. Her husband owns a restaurant, a very fancy what winery restaurant that she's kind of you know. And I think she was like the trophy wife of his. And then she's yep. like, oh, I have to go and like work for the first time and like all this kind of dumb stuff. It's like I used to be a Trump supporter until he got vaccinated. I can't support that. And I'm like, what? Damn. And so she had this comment that like people she had made this comment or just dumb ignorant stuff on my post one time, and then people went in. It was like seventy oh, comments, damn. right? Because like it was like you stupid privileged woman, like you can't even like understand like how privileged. She's like which I work hard every day, and it was like I know your husband. You don't work hard. <laughs> you stay at home. <laughs> like she was like, she, and then somebody was going bringing up other screenshots. She was like, you work hard. It says right here that you've had to finally stop being a housewife and working for the first time in years. So how long have you been working? 
Like, and so it was, people was going in. And then she was like, get off my page. You guys need to get off my page and stop making money. And somebody, so I kind of, I came in. I was like, first off, you commented on my page, on my post. And it was like, you see how dumb she is? She think we commented on her page when she came here and brought that nonsense. It was, it was wow. hilarious. So I, so I just sat back and just watched it. So oh, little damn. stuff like that. That is crazy. Yeah, let's get back to so let's go back to comedy. So what I want to do, <laughs> what I want to do is I want to travel more. I want to do more comedy. But it, like it's funny how I wrap this all up. Uh, I want to travel more and do more comedy. I want to get uh, more social media posts about comedy. Right now I post like a lot of daily clips about a bunch of reels that I do daily. I use green screen behind me to do it. Um, and I was doing a lot better now. So now I'm going to try to have to figure out something new. Like my do side by side stuff and just like a figure a few other things to figure it out because I used to average between forty five hundred and seventy five hundred views. Oh wow. And then right and then it was getting up to like some sometimes right some videos will go like to ten thousand, twelve thousand. And then I was like on a lighter size and then other times like I've got fifteen thousand off this one thing or I got like eighteen thousand or it'll be like still be growing like over time. Now I'm down sometimes if I post something it might get like a thousand views. So that's how I know Instagram like stepped on my algorithm or stuff like that so i gotta yeah. figure a way to get it back up i'm like damn yo i'm like That's a crazy. thousand bar- no barely getting a thousand views within a day like i post like, in the morning this guy's yeah. problematic let's uh let's stifle his views Gross. yeah so so it was like i went from i'm, I'm problematic for talk for yeah stopping <laughs> other people from bullying but exactly yeah. you're problematic because so, you talk shit to the to the republicans yeah, yeah exactly so it was it's super crazy because i remember I, i'll get like a bunch of comments on some stuff and they're like bro that's stupid it's hella funny yeah you gotta have a bunch of other stuff but then the views won't be there and i'm like pissed because i was like bro like this used to have like more views like what do i do to get this back up uh this kind of sucks and so i'm just like so i had to constantly figure that out and then my homie said just keep posting bro you never know which one's gonna go viral but i'm like yeah but i feel like this is also like yeah, exactly. They let it go viral. I remember once time I posted, because I've been posting about the Raiders. I talk shit about the Raiders all the time. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like, yeah, I just like talk, I talk shit to Raiders fans and uh, Niners fans too. Because like, I remember, because, okay, Trey Lance was a quarterback, right? And everybody was like, Trey Lance had to do, even black people saying this too, which is like crazy to me. I'm like, stop. I'm like, why do y'all love Jimmy G so much is it because he attractive like is it because he fucked the porn star oh. why is this like you know like do he got clout because like jimmy g is a very average quarterback yeah who is. has greatness around him right yeah. so i'm just like why are y'all like supporting this dude and i'm like like trey lance ain't in. I'm like this dude started two games you don't know how good this dude can be man started two games so i'm like but you're saying jimmy g is the guy we need to go with jimmy g and then jimmy g plays good but then every time he gets in the playoffs he just like unfolds and just makes the mistakes now the kid brock purdy comes in he's looking even better than jimmy g i'm like it shows that shanahan's offense you can do well in it you can do great brock purdy was like a late round pick and he's got all his talent look how well he's playing so i've been trolling niner fans like damn this offense look pretty good man (laughs) i don't know if jimmy could ever do this you know and like dang what a nice pass that Purdy just threw. Jimmy G could never, like, in all this, like, little type of stuff. And it was like, hey, bro, why are you bringing up Jimmy G all the time? Like, why are you, why are you a hater? Like, I'm like, I'm not a hater. Y'all just was just ridiculously talking about how good Jimmy G was, and he really wasn't. Like, I remember um, 
what was it? What was it? Uh, uh, I, I, I did a Facebook post and I was like, Jimmy G throws the prettiest interceptions I ever seen. It was- <laughs> oh man, he throws so many interceptions though. So many interceptions. He that he'd be like super crazy. So, yeah. He's the best player on the other team. Oh, dang. Yeah. Do you, uh, yeah. do you have any, any projects coming up that you're working on or anything? Um, so I'll say I, I'm not working on any projects in particular, but I'm trying to, uh, work on a new 30 minutes that, uh, so, cause I, I, so I tried to record like a special last year, but then audio got messed up. So I might, so I'm in the process of trying to like, all right, should I re-record this and like try to put it somewhere? Like, should I redo it somewhere where a lot of people who came didn't see it and like got like newer audience kind of stuff to like have it and push out and then try to work on like a new 30 uh minutes that i'm like i've written and it's doing pretty good and then also have like this other 15 minutes of like other stuff that kind of like was writing and doing and stuff but i haven't like fully put into a set and then like that's a new 45 that i can do um so that's the main thing i've been doing and working on because i feel like you always want to have like new material yeah absolutely. Uh, and, and then maybe like if i perfect it and get it cool like and tight and nipped and like maybe try to by the fall Maybe try to see if I can record it, see how good it's getting, try to put out like a little like special with that or like audio or something. Cause like specials is like, like I still want to put one out and have it on Amazon. Specials like the thing, like, you know, I see everybody doing these specials, like audio specials or like, like oh, I got a Netflix special where, you know, just put a YouTube special out and clip it, clip that bitch up, clip right. it up really good, you know, yep. just have it post and like, like, so like right now, so my social media, Instagram, like Instagram's been, messing me up but now i'll be posting tons on tiktok like i think i think you see it like i follow we follow each other on tiktok yeah. and then like so i'm ready to start following like a ton of people but now i post daily and all kind of stuff and so then try to figure out how to go more viral on there but also just post daily stuff mm-hmm. and then i'm doing that on youtube i'm building my youtube up where i like how youtube you can just put it in you can post like choose the day you post yeah. so i have so yeah. i think it was uh december 28th I made like a ton of videos and just started posting them and putting dates on all my videos on, uh, on YouTube up till January 25th. Uh, so I'm dropping like 30 second shorts on there till January 25th. And then I'm probably oh, about to do dope. another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then, so that's I'm trying to, I'm, yeah. Right. It's smart. Cause then I'm like, I'm so far ahead. I'm yeah. like, is it, yeah, but dropped again. Yep. It dropped again. So, and then, uh, yeah. Huh? It's like yeah. you have it working for you. Exactly. Yeah. And then so I'm gonna do. I'm start recording like a few more because I just talk about memes because this is how funny shit you see and you just like I just get my like immediate reaction and then yeah. I'm gonna just keep that energy and just keep doing it with that and then just keep getting subscribers on there and then probably do some other stuff. So that's like I'm working on doing multiple social media sites instead of just depending on one to have like all of it kind of. And then um merch. I always like try to come with new merch is super dope. Like my uh my whole my whole uh my what is it? Can you see it? Yeah, my big beautiful forehead stickers <laughs> right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, some little stickers. Cause I sold out of my shirts. I sold oh, out of my big, big beautiful, beautiful forehead. <laughs> yeah, big beautiful forehead shirts. I like it. Yeah. So I sold out of those. So I'm re re upping on merch right now. Oh, that's awesome. And I have that's like awesome. a, yeah. Then I have like a another one because like my saying is Corday made your day. Uh I have a new shirt coming out that says that with a Gatorade logo. So it's like the Gatorade colors and stuff. So that's like my newest shirt. Oh, 
And then like, yeah, just keep keep thinking of merch ideas, keep thinking about topical humor and like dating is always a big one. Like, uh, like <laughs> I don't want to share this one because like literally like I can't, I was talking about this one idea and then literally like a comic like took it and like made it into one of the oh. jokes. I'm like, oh. Wow. And it does well, but I know why it does well because I was talking about it. Like I'm like yeah. I'm like yeah, so we got to remix it and we got to cuz you know, so the the topic is uh I just I, y'all cool, so I fuck it. Um <laughs> the topic is <laughs> the topic is it was dating, but then also talk about sex. And like you always hear like women comedians are just comedian like talking about how men are good at sex. And I'm just like, "Really? We aren't good at sex?" But y'all think y'all perfect out here. So it's it's the flip the head on like, or you start talking about certain stuff. Like women say men aren't good at sex or they had sex with a dude and it wasn't good. But we all know a woman in here who dude ain't shit. And the only good thing about him is his sex game. So like, what are you, what are we talking about? Or it's the fact that men, no matter how much shit we talk, how much women talk shit about us being not good at sex we never tell them how bad they actually are at it like you know like <laughs> like you ask a girl like excuse me I'm like you know hey you good at head she's like and she's like well i haven't had no complaints and i'm like say <laughs> yes say yes or no question like yo i ain't no complaints it wasn't the answer you know and then if you had no complaints you that know is what you people probably are good too that's what, that's yeah. what people say yeah no complaints like like dude, dude <laughs> And then I'm like, I'm like, dudes will burn, will run through like bad sex or bad stuff that a woman do. I'm like, I'm like, like women give some of the worst hand jobs. And I'm like, it's weird as hell because women have like some of the softest and smallest hands, but hurt the shit out of your dick when they jerking you off with it. I'm like, God damn, like my hand is rough and I'm softer on my dick than you are. Like kind of a thing. <laughs> And then, or I talk about like how some women say dudes aren't good at sex, but really it's two positions that chicks do is missionary and doggy style. And both positions, you do nothing. One, you just <laughs> lay there on your back and like, you know, don't participate. Or another one, you just on your knees like this. And I'm not good because <laughs> you're not participating. Like what the, like, how, how is that? You know? <laughs> Like it, it makes no sense. I, I was like, like how, how dudes not good at sex when you're literally doing nothing? Like what? Like how? Like I don't get. Like like I'm not good. You ain't good. You just sat there the whole time. You didn't tell me. You didn't give me. You know, no instructions or anything. So, which is cool. It was just like funny. But then the other guy talks about like having instructions and like all this kind of stuff. I'm like, man, you got this whole idea from me because I said it. Um, like so, I'm like. <laughs> It's kind of well. We'll talk about it off here when we stop recording. But yeah, (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, but uh, yeah, so it's yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. Well, thank you for thank you so much for joining us. It's been super fun. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. uh, Want to plug your social media? Absolutely. So Corday Snell on uh, Facebook, uh, Corday Made Joe Day on Instagram and TikTok. So that's Corday C O R D E M A D E Yo Y O Day, and then Twitter is. Corday made YR day because I was thinking your instead of yo. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like Corday made your day. So YR, I was like, I should have put yo. And then because of Twitter, you can't go back and switch it. I'm yeah. like, I just want to switch one thing. I just want to switch one thing. So it's like annoying as fuck. So 
But yeah, I'm like, yeah. And then uh yeah, so follow my YouTube too. My it's Corday Snail on YouTube. Yeah, um, all my social the, medias. The clips get daily awesome. content from me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's so, yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. You can follow you can follow me everywhere across the board at Funky Sam Medina. And I'm at She Shines for You. And if you're on TikTok to find Corday, find me at Athenas. Yeah, Athenas. <laughs> <laughs> uh same uh funky seventeen. And everything else we do is at hypothetical comedy. Yep. Hell yeah. yeah.